right, welcome to the podcast today. I think we will be brief. It's Wednesday, March 29th. Four, actually three plus, is not a lot. So Tuesday night, kind of quiet. My uh, my Mondays and Tuesdays, I don't have much to do. Um, last summer, when there was like no new shows out, I was spending a lot of time doing my puzzles, and I haven't done that a lot recently, especially in the evenings. Maybe because it's in the winter time, and now it's darker in that room. I do them, so it can be a bit challenging. Here, get another light. You're right, and I'm also I'm really slow playing. This 3,000-piece puzzle. I don't know when I started it. I'll have to look back in my phone somewhere. And I'm probably 3,200 pieces. Well, more than halfway done. Three is not a lot. So I decided to tap into it last night. A couple of uh, quick news and notes before we dive into some other things in my little ranty rant. Um, Ottawa Park. I don't know if it has a playground now, but it's uh, going to get a new one. Um, a bigger one, one so that people from all over the area can visit it. And I know there's a lot of great programming throughout the summertime in Ottawa Park, music, movies, and more amphitheater. But the uh, reimagined playground space will get the playground uh, contraption will get something that resembles or models the high-level bridge. And the other part of it will be a playground structure that looks like a Jeep. And it will be accessible. You've seen the memes. Uh, it, it, it's like not black and white, but it's a grainy picture saying we were tougher on the playgrounds back in our days. Uh, not no, no. When 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 you got like whatever you got when you needed a tetanus shot after those rusty monkey bars, or you fell off them, or you were climbing like the half circle structure and you fell through and you clipped your the middle of yourself or a shin or you fell all the way down we weren't tougher we were hurt and we cried and uh, it looks like all these playgrounds now um, have what this one will what ryan weekman told me his accessible playgrounds drives the majority of the cost i think he said it was like 80 grand they have the rubberized ground which look we'll deal with like the the tetanus inducing rusty swings and whatnot but it sucked hitting the ground and and those scrapes and ugh, no thank you um congrats to uh jason and everybody and his staff in our fantastic library system they no surprise uh have been nominated for the 2023 national medal for museum and library service it is the nation's highest honor given to museums and libraries that demonstrate excellence in service to their communities um it he his crew it's uh, one of 30 finalists so quite an honor there good luck to the bgsu lady falcons tonight i believe the game is sold out at the stroh center as they face the very smart student-athletes of Columbia. I don't know where the final, this is the double, this is the WNIT final. I don't know where the final would be. Um, Washington, Washington and Kansas is the other semifinal. I don't know if they do this in New York. I think they, they play the men's W, the men's NIT final in New York, or at least they used to. But uh, let's hope they win. And we'll continue to root them on. And again, I, I me, and uh, I'm just sports talk opinionist. I hate that word. Um, I think without being in the shoes, like if I were like a Trisha Cullip or a Robin Fralick, 
And this happened before. What was it like 10 years ago, 11 years ago, when the Lady Rockets won this tournament that BG is two wins away from winning? And again, it depends on the age of your players. If, if it's a real young team, it's a wonderful um, experience and proper steps taken to, to learn how to, how to win, take that experience, and then maybe take it into the big tournament. Rather than um, losing early, which... The Lady Rockets did, and I think they haven't won won a, a tournament game in 27 years. Um, but they went out meekly to a very good Tennessee team in the next round. Which would you rather have? I'll ask you, the, the non-sports person. Would you rather have, and we'll see where BG season ends, would you rather be in the semifinal, all these extra home games and whatever else, uh, would you rather be in the semifinal of the lesser tournament or lose in the second round of the big tournament? Again, it depends on the age of players and where your team has it and the timeline and blah, blah, blah. Yesterday, uh, the unplanned bridge work on 475 northbound from 24 created something I have never seen before. I believe half of the area was affected by this. So that's already a, a treacherous ride because of construction. They're slow going during rush hours. I'm fairly certain that issue backed up into 75 north. Um, the 75 that's south of downtown where there is more construction and there is a accident there. So we, we're a circle here. Um, 75 north and south does most of it. Uh, maybe like, like uh, no, maybe half of it. Okay, so there's three roads that make our circle. 75 north and south and um, 75 North and South connects 475 North and South, which shoots up and gives you, some people call that 23, but 475 North and South connects to 475 East and West, which takes you back over to 75. Confused? Good. It's a circle. You'll just have to believe me. And on my screen yesterday, half of it was red. And when it's red, people are not moving. Half of the people, and I don't think this is an overestimation or hyperbole, I believe half of the area's afternoon commuters yesterday were affected by this. I saw a tweet from uh, Anthony Wright, who's a local filmmaker, and he was irate and just over the constant Conant and over the river traffic in Maumee. Um, but I don't think he knew that it was even worse because of what was going on that I just mentioned. I told people, like, avoid 475 north and south coming from the 75-23 split. People probably heard somewhere or saw and made adjustments, and that compounded the already busy times going over the river. Mommy, Perrysburg, Perrysburg, Mommy. Do you have a favorite deli meat? Mine is, mine is corned beef. Um, there's a story today in the Sentinel Tribune, uh, which does Wood County. A shout-out to um, Frobo's... Market IGA deli manager, great name, Jacqueline Slaughterbeck in Pemberville. She is uh, always trying to come up with creative dishes, and her latest is, or one of them is, the Reuben casserole. Yes, please, Jacqueline. I don't even know anything about you except you have a magnificent last name, and that sounds delicious, and I love you. Uh, the rant, then we'll go to the uh, the, the pop culture stuff. So, ProMedica has pulled their $10 million donation they were going to give to the Metro Parks, probably to give to the, the Riverwalk growth and whatnot. I'm pretty sure the Metro Parks had a big heads up on this, and it's now just a, a new story. Uh, ProMedica also pulled their sponsorship of Jeep Fest. I'm sure Jeep Fest knew this was coming. 
due to the pretty constant stream of ProMedica financial woes and the reporting of them. Um, mostly because of the HCR Manor Care, when they bought that, um, elder care became an enormous problem and has maybe almost, well, has, has wrecked ProMedica financially and stopped cold in their tracks all the growth they had ho- hoped for because with COVID, a lot of older people lost their lives and the care was expensive as well. So hospital systems all over the country, elder care Facilities all over the country were wrecked. Um, I know we're pretty much done the virus, but I'm telling you, transformational 20s, it's still going on. I would not expect so much of this to settle until we get near the end of the decade. Uh, But back to ProMedica. I don't love the cracking of jokes, even though like seven years ago on the old show, I was like, Toledo brought to you by ProMedica. And I don't think it's the worst idea to... It's a bad idea, but it's not the worst idea to sell sponsorships of municipalities to bring in revenue. I mean, stadiums do it. Toledo, brought to you by ProMedica. It was green everywhere. We joked. They were taking over. Um, but the HCR minor, minor care and then the skywriting costs of, of nurses and raises and everything during the pandemic just eviscerated them. Um, there's been layoffs for, for some time now in the company. My, my friend was subjected to one of them before um, they even became big news stories. But I would not crack jokes at ProMedica for their financial woes. I get it. Nobody likes enormous medical bills, enormous unexpected medical bills. Nobody likes an enormous bill that they're not even responsible for just from the sheer shock of it. I get it. We hate it. By the way, with all these crumbling fin- all these crumbling healthcare systems, our premiums are going to continue to go up, and it really sucks. I met somebody last week where we both kind of like high fived. If uh, you need to keep your healthcare, uh, and and it's a choice of like working and bringing in some income, but expensive premiums, just it's not worth it. Just go on Medicaid. Anyway, I don't think I've ever shared that with you before, so I wouldn't crack jokes at ProMedica because. They are responsible for so much, if not everything, that has happened downtown since they planted roots with that steam plant in what, 2016, 17, 18? I don't know, and neither do you, unless you're really tied in. I don't know if any other corporation or enterprise makes a similar move. I mean, there's only like what, Owens Internet, OI, Dana. Um, why can't I think of the place right next to it? Oh, it's Corning. They all have pretty nice headquarters. I don't know if there's any other enterprise. Maybe somebody would have come from outside of the area. I don't know if anybody else hops into downtown the way ProMedica does. Maybe somebody does it on a smaller scale, but ProMedica acted as a magnet. And without them doing what they did and... You'll hear about Randy Ostra, who is no longer the CEO. He had a vision. And maybe that vision went too far. But I'd rather have somebody with a vision. Sometimes those visions will fail. Um, When you're a big creative thinker, um, you have a lot of ideas. They're not all going to work. And I know when those things don't work, people are affected. Uh, And there is a difference, I've learned, between vision and dreamer. Dreamers have the ideas. Visionaries carry through 
with those ideas and try to execute them to see that they succeed. And they won't always. This vision gave us what we have now downtown. I don't know if anybody else goes in there. And if they don't, it's possible that downtown erodes and you've heard about like population loss in this area, the Rust Belt, the Midwest. I can't imagine if downtown is half of what it is right now because there's no ProMedica. It might just be left to die. It really might. But because they're there, they brought so much. All the coffee shops, uh, all the activities where every weekend is is packed, even in the, the dead of winter. Um, they are responsible for so much of it. The mud hens and the walleye weren't going to be able to be that magnet that ProMedica was. I make the joke. Oh, and by the way, if you're cracking the ProMedica jokes about this, their financial woes, um, I get your anger about bills and whatnot, but if you're going to crack your jokes, maybe you shouldn't do anything downtown that wasn't already there when they got to the steam plant. Okay, so everything else you 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 can't go to because they brought that stuff. I cracked the joke. What is it? 2018? The Starbucks showed up in the, in the what the Edison Building or something across from Promenade Park. We didn't need it, and I the that's not the joke. We, we did not need a Starbucks because we had plenty of coffee shops. We're getting more, but Starbucks putting its flag in the ground right there said like we we've, we've made it like cuz Starbucks doesn't just throw its flag down anywhere for its business to fail it means that you've attracted them it's not there without promedica uh i think that's it for promedica stuff let me do the pop culture things real fast i told you 3 is manageable there's plenty of phenomenal historical shows I've not watched that I know I would like. Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, lots of other ones. But by the time I would have gotten into them, there were just too many seasons and too many episodes. My Mondays and Tuesdays are kind of quiet in the evening, um, especially now with no Last of Us. I've been re-watching some things. Um, but last night, my, I think my HBO ends tonight. So I know that Succession is back. And I watched three and a half episodes last night. It's... I'm not, this is not me being critical. It's not bad. It's not as good as I thought it would be. Now, also, I know that shows like prestige TV like this, the first seasons are always not the best. They get their they get their wheels, they get their groove, and that flow hits like the end of the second season, the third season is often the best, the beginning of the fourth, and then it begins to taper off because producers have other projects, actors have other projects. Um, so I'll I'll keep going with it, I guess. I mean, I guess it's worth 10 bucks for HBO to, to keep going. It reminded me of, um, with the way they shot a lot of the, the scenes and the actors, like panning in on the actors for their um, emotions and faces that they make and, and, other, and the articulations, it reminds me of uh, The Office. It is a shrewd, Machiavellian, evil version of The Office. It's not anything unexpected as far as the content is concerned. I've seen enough of the show written about to know exactly what it was about. None of the actors maybe go, oh, wow. I do like, is Jeremy Strong? Please, Kendall Roy. I gather he is the protagonist and most well-liked of all of them. I I, I don't know. Um, I like the character that Matthew McFadian plays, who I kind of fell in love with when he was on Ripper Street. What? So BBC like 10 years, BBC America like 10 years ago after Sherlock had become a massive show, something similar. They did Ripper Street. It was uh, following detectives 
around the Whitechapel murders, which was Jack the Ripper. Uh, there was no Sherlock Holmes references or anything. It was just generic detectives. And it was him, Jerome Flynn, who was in Game of Thrones. And I, I, I've always liked Matthew McFadden. And I love the character he plays in this show, always teasing the younger guy. Uh, like locker room humor, teasing him, uh, razzing him, all the other things. So we'll see where it goes. Again, it reminds me of a, a Machiavellian version version of The Office. And if anything, my, my highest praise, I guess, would be it's better than sitting on my iPad all night, sifting through articles, maybe reading some comics or a book um, just to pass the time. Uh, it's better than re-watching something. I've been re-watching a lot of Star Trek lately. Um, so it's better, better than that. Three and a half episodes is a lot. Uh, last thing, also HBO, House of the Dragon Season 2 looks like end of next year. And they're only going to do eight episodes. And they say this year was ten. Now, maybe the episodes will be long enough to give us ten episodes worth of content. But I'm fairly certain that they say it's narratively driven. It's a narrative decision. I'm sure it's a financial decision. Um, there'll be a big, big battle. Maybe like like Jon Snow taking on everybody in season three of House of the Dragon. One more thing. I threw something on my dad's shopping list to come when he comes to visit me, and I got to get home. Have you, have you heard me talk about Rita's water ice? Kind of like a Italian ice meets a Slurpee or a slushy. Delicious. This, uh, because there's a brewery every block back home, like there is here, it it's a thing everywhere. It's part of society now. Uh, mango water ice beer. I know I'm getting caught up in the trap of if it, if it sounds like it, if it sounds like a delicious food, I have a batting average of zero, zero, zero of buying those beers and enjoying them. All right, thanks for being here today. Looking forward to hopefully seeing you at opening day Friday, 12 to 3 at Paco's. Uh, Unless the game is completely, utterly rained out, I don't believe that will happen, though.